0: The Old Testament book of Jonah is not the story of a great fish. It is the story of a great God. In a world on the verge of judgment and desperate for a spiritual awakening, it holds a message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. Join us in the book of Jonah today as we study God's Word with Scott Pauley.
1: Today we begin a brand new study on one of the most interesting books of the entire Bible and one of the most debated, I would say, even one of the most misunderstood books. It is the little book of Jonah in the Old Testament. Now, Jonah is referred to as one of the minor prophets. And let me hasten to tell you that these books are only minor in size, not in significance. Oh, these minor prophets are rich, they're They're full of truth and great truth that we need at this moment. And, of course, the story of Jonah is a famous story. And uh, children grow up hearing about Jonah and the whale, and uh, even unbelievers reference Jonah and often mock the miracles found in the book of Jonah and say that certainly could not have happened. But, of course, we believe that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, and that includes the book of Jonah When you come to the book of Jonah, you discover a message that we all need to hear. In fact, here we are thousands of years removed from the setting of Jonah, and yet we're living in a world much like Jonah's world, a world living on the verge of judgment, on the brink of destruction, and in desperate need of a spiritual awakening. Wasn't that the world that Jonah was called to minister to? Wait a minute. That wasn't just the world he was called to minister to. Jonah needed a spiritual awakening. A friend, I want to say to you, it's not just our world that needs to wake up. God's people, those who profess to know the God of the Bible, it's time for us to wake up. And here's the great theme verse of the book of Jonah. The Bible says in Jonah chapter two and verse number nine, "Salvation is of the Lord." That, friends, is a message we all need to hear. Now, Jonah had to go all the way to the depths of the sea to discover it. Jonah had to go all the way down into the belly of a great fish. Uh, To come to this point, Jonah had to come to the end of himself. But isn't that true of us all? God is always working to bring us to the end of ourselves, to bring us to himself. You see, the end of you is the beginning of him. When you're exhausted, when, when you have no answers, when you can't fix it and you can't figure it out, then the Lord says, good, I've been waiting on you to get there all along because salvation is of the Lord. This is not just a message for Jonah. This is not just a message for Nineveh. This is a message for our world. It's a message for me. It's a message for you. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, if you're not certain that your sins are forgiven and that you have real hope for eternity, I've got good news for you today. It's a gospel message woven through the whole of Scripture and beautifully summarized in Jonah chapter 2, verse number 9, salvation is of the Lord. But may I hasten to point out today that this message was not just for the Ninevites, that this message was for Jonah himself, that before he could give the message, he had to receive the message. Before he could relay it to others, he had to appropriate it in his own life. Here was a man who knew God and God knew him, and yet he had to come full circle back to realize that he was nothing and God was everything that his purpose really didn't matter, that the only purpose that mattered on earth was God's purpose. Let me read the entire verse, Jonah 2, verse 9. The context is his prayer from the belly of the fish. And he says in verse 9, But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Friend, every good thing is of the Lord. And the sooner we recognize that, the better off we're all going to be. And here is his response. In light of the fact that salvation is of the Lord, he says, I'm going to do two things. First, I'm going to give you thanks. I'm going to sacrifice with the voice of thanksgiving. (laughs) Think of this. He's in the bottom of the sea. He's in the belly of a fish. He can bring no sacrifice to the temple. He can bring no physical sacrifice to God. But he brings the sacrifice of praise. Remember, we're to bring the sacrifice of praise to God continually. It is the one sacrifice God still desires from us. Read Hebrews chapter number 13. Uh, the sacrifice, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. Uh, Jonah says, I can't do much, but I can praise God. Friend, if you are in the depths of it today and wondering, what can I do? Why don't you just pause where you are and begin giving God thanks and praise? Turn your prayer into praise. You say, I, I don't know what I have to be grateful for. Well, why don't you just stop and give God glory that salvation is of the Lord. I think it's interesting to note that Jonah was still in the sea, in the fish, when he began to praise. It was not after the fact; it was in the middle of it. And in fact, this was the breakthrough. And then, not only did he give thanks to God, but then he says, "I will pay that that I have vowed." In other words, all right, Lord, I'll do what you tell me to do. Truly thankful hearts, truly grateful spirits are going to respond in obedience. You see, the greatest praise is obedience. It's not what we do with our lips. It's what we give with our life. And Jonah finally comes to the end of himself and says to the Lord, Lord, I believe it and I confess it. Salvation is of the Lord and everything you want me to do and everything I had promised you I was going to do, I'll do it now. It's a shame that we have to so often come to desperation to this moment, but it is there where God wonderfully meets us. Aren't you glad for the grace of God that God could turn the heart of Jonah and then that God could turn the heart of an entire city, a nation, that God could bring a spiritual awakening to to both the believers and to the unbelievers? Oh, yes, this is the message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. So let me speak to both groups for just a moment. Perhaps you're listening today and you're not really a believer. You don't know God in a personal way. Oh, you may believe in God, generally speaking. You may believe he created the world or that he exists, but you don't have a personal relationship with him. Uh, I want to say to you today, dear friend, the only salvation for your soul both now and for all eternity is of the Lord. You can't save yourself and no one else can save you. It's not by works of righteousness, which we've done It's according to His mercy He saved us. It's nothing good that we have. Rather, it is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And if you're not a believer, I want to ask you, would you pause right now? Would you confess to God that you're a sinner and that you cannot save yourself? Just agree with God. That's all you have to do. Just agree with God. Say exactly what God has already said. Lord, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm a sinner and you're the only Savior. Be merciful to me, a sinner. And friend, if you'll come to that moment today, the Lord will meet you there. You see, when you get, like the psalmist did, to wit's end, you throw your hands up in the air and you say, I quit, I've tried, and I can't do this, I think all of heaven applauds and God says, Good, I've been waiting on you to get there for a long time. If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, look to Christ in simple repentance and faith today and be saved. Salvation is of the Lord. And then to all of you who are listening who are believers, we we identify with Jonah at times, don't we? We get annoyed and aggravated about things. We we don't understand God at times. We wonder what's going on in the world. We worry about the future. Could I remind you of something truly wonderful? It's a message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. You and I are nothing. Everything we have that is good comes from God, and the only hope we have for the future is in the Lord himself. Why don't you stop today and begin to give God thanks for his salvation, for his present tense salvation. And then say, by the grace of God, I'm going to begin to live in obedience. I'm going to respond to this message as I should. Over the next several weeks, we're going to walk through this wonderful book of Jonah. And so I want to give you a homework assignment today. Would you read through Jonah? It's not a lengthy book at all. Sit down and read it through at one setting. Read it out loud. Reacquaint yourself with the story, because very soon we're coming back to it We're going to learn the message, I hope, more deeply that we all desperately need at this time. Salvation is of the Lord.
0: Do you want to go further in your study of the Bible? Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find hundreds of articles, sermons, and podcast episodes in our online library. You can search the archive by scripture or subject, and we trust it will help you as you continue your journey in scripture. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.